Good afternoon. This is Rich Ness, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded Computing Design franchise, where we talk about embedded IoT, security, and all that kind of stuff. The topic for today is going to be artificial intelligence, better known as AI, and my special guest is Jonathan Luce, and he is the General Manager of Product Planning for the Internet of Things Group at Intel. Good morning, or whatever time it is, wherever you are, Jonathan. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks, Rich. Uh, good afternoon for me, calling from Europe, but uh, it's great to be here. Very good. Okay. So um, I want to talk to you about artificial intelligence. Um, so let's set the baseline first. I know what artificial intelligence is to me, and if you ask 10 people, you probably get a different answer. What is artificial intelligence to you or Intel? Uh, for me, it's really about the impact it means for our customers, right? I, I think it's how we help put data to work for our customers, um, you know, and that means uh, how we make uh, their customer work streams more efficient, how we extract more performance out of what they're trying to accomplish, uh, how we help them make better decisions, uh, and basically how we help them make uh, more value out of what they're trying to accomplish. And AI is just a mechanism to help them do those things. Okay, that certainly makes sense. So from your perspective, are you dealing at the edge, the cloud, in between, all of the above? Where do you spend your time? I spend my time predominantly at the edge. I have counterparts that work at the cloud. Okay. And then define the edge for me, please. Uh, for me, the edge is uh, the, uh, what I would call the intelligent edge. That would be like the, uh, include the on-premise uh, uh, storage and processing of data. Uh, so it would be a factory that would include uh, all the processing of data and the storage of data there at a, at a factory, not the uh, cloud service providers. That's where I would call a cloud. Okay. So what are some of the things you're seeing from customers today? What are they doing with artificial intelligence? Well, we're seeing a lot of, um, a lot of work streams that are, are getting uh, um, needing edge inference and edge data to, uh, to analyze work streams. Uh, a lot of vision-oriented analytics happening today. There's just been this massive uh, data explosion of, of unstructured and structured data uh, going out there, and, and so that's putting uh, AI uh, in a more pervasive environment throughout the network. Uh, and what we're seeing is AI at the edge uh, is allowing uh, us to, let's say, keep the network from becoming uh, constrained. Without AI, uh, data traffic would overwhelm the network. And so we're seeing um, AI at the edge really become uh, a network backhaul uh, optimizer. Okay, I just want to be clear on something there. You said structured and unstructured data. What, is, what does that mean? What is structured versus unstructured data? Well, structured would be basically where somebody would want to take and compress it or analyze it uh, or put some meta tagging on it versus just pushing data to the cloud to be analyzed later. And so if you unstructure the data, it's just raw data moving up there. Uh, that may not have latency requirements. That may not have uh, uh, any, any type of compression that happens there. So it's, it's just pure raw data going up to the cloud to be analyzed later. Uh, structured data would be something that, that would be a, a way of uh, analyzing, processing, and acting on data uh, at the edge, within the edge, which oftentimes is required because of uh, latency requirements or maybe the performance that has to be done right there on premise uh, and moving there. And so um, uh, the structuring of data not only helps the performance at the edge, but also actually uh, 
shifts data, uh, the, the amount of data that has to go up to the cloud, uh, and it reduces the amount that has to go up, the, up to the cloud itself. Okay, that certainly makes sense. Okay, so let's put this in perspective for a developer. Um, if I have to design an AI-based system, where do I even start? This is pretty confusing. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I think you start with, with an idea of, of the tools you have uh, today. Uh, you can start with, uh, with a processor in place, right? I mean, you can download uh, software development kits, uh, uh, software development tools like OpenVINO that we have from Intel or other, other tools that are model optimizers that will create inference engines for you. Uh, it'll take advantage of the architectural elements you have in place today. That's the easiest way to get started. You'll get a certain degree of performance out of that. And um, we've used things like OpenVINO to, to take advantage of uh, the most basic uh, compute engines that, that you're, you've got there. And then from there, you can expand into adding uh, dedicated accelerator um, uh, chips uh, or systems to your, uh, to your system as, as you scale out. So it's, it's really one of those things where it's not that hard to get started. Okay. We're just about out of time, but what is OpenVINO? Uh, OpenVINO is, is Intel's uh, a, uh, it's a computer vision and inference engine uh, software development uh, kit for, for developers. Uh, it's an optimization engine and inference engine uh, using industry standard APIs and frameworks and libraries that are common. Uh, today and it's a, just a, a mechanism for people to get started with AI and and uh, and deploy AI systems um, using the systems or the, uh, the the tools they have. That sounds great. Well, thank you, Jonathan. I appreciate you taking the time. Take care. Thank you. That was Jonathan Luce. He is the general manager of product planning for the IoT group at Intel, and I'm Rich Nass with Open Systems Media. Have a great day.